You're listening to Emails Not Dead, brought to you by Mailgun. Welcome to Emails Not Dead. My name is Eric, and this is Jonathan. Hello. Hello. We're here to bring you all things email. Your ear buddies this week, or this episode. When are we releasing these? Weekly? Bi-weekly? Who knows? But at some point. <laughs> it can happen at some point. <laughs> we're deep into season three, and today we have a couple very special guests. Megan Bushhausen and Julia Ritter. Welcome to the show. How are y'all today? Hello. Good. How Hi. are you? Doing good. Excellent. Great to hear. Uh, Megan, you're one of our senior marketing devs, and Julia, you're an email marketing manager. So we brought you on today because we heard you were able to experience something amazing, something fun, something out there, something that I think Jonathan and I have not been able to bear witness to, unspam. Unspam was great. Most amazing thing ever. Unspam was amazing. Yeah, like when I first heard about it, I feel like that's like the thing that we tell the customers to do the most when they're like, what messages or what type of messages should we send? You know, like, you know, clean ones, like unspam, like not spam <laughs> messages, you know. So I feel like this con- this conference was kind of like in that same vein. Pretty much, yes, no, maybe. I think that's a good comparison, absolutely. They had the tagline like uncensored, un... Oh gosh, I'm going to forget it now, Megan. Un... <laughs> well, I don't know it off the top of my head. Oh. <laughs> it's like a super unconventional conference. Unconventional. Yeah. Unconventional, unconference. Nice. Yeah. 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 Unconference. And it truly felt like an unconference. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So hosted by or presented by really good emails. We spoke Mm -hmm. with Matthew Smith in episodes past. Great guy. Did y'all have a chance to interact with him? Yeah. Matthew's a wonderful, wonderful human being. Yeah. I listened to his last episode on here and it was awesome. I actually messaged him after it about it. He's a great person and a deeply empathetic person. And I definitely Mm -hmm. appreciate everything he's done with really good emails and the team with him and everything they've done for the community. Like Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be in this career where I am without those resources and that website. Yeah. So it definitely means a lot to me to go to Unspam. Yeah. Like I'm glad that we do these remotely because I felt like after that episode, I just (laughs) wanted to give him a big hug. You know, so (laughs) I didn't know him him. personally, but I felt like it'd be cool to, you know, just be like, you know, hug it out, man. I, I think after that episode with really good emails, like, you know, and, and even before that, we knew that we needed to get people on here on the podcast who can talk about the actual composition of the message, like mm-hmm. what the message should look like, what, you know, what things we need to consider when we're doing that. And that, that was that whole episode with Matthew, you know, like all those things with really good emails and what they consider and why that's so important. And I like to think that I'm good at composing emails, but I'm really not. And I think it's just in my head. And uh, you know, <laughs> I like to think that I have good things to say sometimes, but I think a lot of times I don't. And being able to bring both of you in and, you know, like the unspam thing is, is great and awesome. I think that's very supplemental to what we're talking about here today. But I, I think in the company, in what we do, like, you know, with, with Mailgun, MailJet, Pathwire, like all those things, like you two are a big part of those voices that curate that content and really help make it good. And I think as an email company, we really need to make it good. So I just wanted to throw that out there because I think Eric undersold it. Thanks, Eric. Um, Sorry. <laughs> so, I apologize. Like, but really, yeah, because I think it's, it's amazing, like the, what we get to talk about and the things that we get to do internally to then project ourselves into the world. And you are doing an awesome job. So I just wanted to interject with that. I think what Matthew kind of, he started off the whole conference with this like great speech of how we're all here now. It's been a tough year and everything, but, uh, or a couple years, whatever. But I think they kind of set the precedent for, <laughs> for the conference itself. They're all very welcoming 
they're all very dedicated to what they do. So I agree. He's a great person to talk to. I mean, the told team is so meticulous too. They hand go through every email that they put on their website. It's just, it's very cool, very cool process that they allowed us to be part of. So, but hey, thanks for grouping us in that. I'm really yeah. happy that you did. <laughs> yeah, I'll take yeah. It. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and kind of going along those lines. So I know they kicked off the conference and there was a lot of stuff that came out of that. I know in, in preparation for the podcast, we were talking about a lot of those things. So what are some of the highlights that you took away from it for the both of you? Like that, what are the things that you saw that was interesting and maybe you want to bring out to the masses? I think, you know, a lot of one of the big things that came out of this conference was like the whole being together and wanting to put good things out into the world and experience good things. One of the things that stood out to me was actually during the 2022 trends talk for the email design. It was done by um, Megan Sokolnicki, email designer, a senior email designer and dev over at uh, Emma and Campaign Monitor. She was going over all these different trends and relating them to hot sauces, which I thought was hysterical and amazing and basically like saying, how much should you use this trend? And it was a lot of things like pastel colors. And now we're going to see some round edges and some waves, which is a sharp, sharp contrast to hard edges and things being kind of pulled back and minimal. Um, and we, she kind of came to the conclusion that we all want to see good things and want to feel connected to something, you know, since we've all been so isolated over the last couple of years. So I found that really interesting because that was like truly the kind of the theme that went throughout the entire conference. It felt like, yeah, I was just going to say that that was the exact theme that went throughout the entire conference, but she like made a very good point that yeah, people want to see there's a human behind their emails that they're connected to something bigger than just, you know, receiving another communication. So that was going to be another big trend for this year, which is just so cool, you yeah. know? Yeah, I think that's what we've all been missing. Well, I know, like, since we left the office, that was, like, a huge thing because we're such, like, a close-knit group, similar to, mm-hmm. like, the Unspam conference, how, how small-knit they are. Like, I know, like, our team was so tight-knit. Like, we knew each other's families. We've been to each other's homes. And then to be able just to be cut out and, like, be sent away from each other for so long, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, to be, get back together and be a part of a, a, our larger group just just feels right, you know. So <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm glad that there's a, another community out there that's like that as well. You know, talking about the geeky stuff we like, email. So yeah. it's awesome. True email geeks, you know. Yes. Um, and community I mean, out there. <laughs> I mean, the community yes. is true. Like, I just joined the email geek Slack group. I don't know what I was doing before, but everything else didn't matter. You know, I now part of this community. I keep saying this, and Megan's probably so annoyed with, like, how repetitive I am. But do I need to get a Twitter? Because everyone's like, oh, DM me on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. I guess I need Julia to needs a Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never thought I would yeah. need one again, but here I am. Can tweet about yeah. Elizabeth Town with us. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. <laughs> I missed that Twitter thread about Elizabeth Town. Missed it. Oh, yeah. I create one right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I think uh, Jonathan and I have one. I don't know how many people Jonathan follow, but I think I only follow Drunk Hulk. Um, so I need to expand my audience a little bit. I feel yeah. So yeah, I think so. 
I, I tend to underutilize mine. Mine just kind of sits there and, and every once in a while, like I'll, I'll use it, but I need to start doing it more and, and kind of get ideas out there. Cause I know like, and there's some good ones that people will follow. And I love it when people find like that really good spot of talking about the business part of their mm-hmm. lives and then the personal part of their lives. Like yep. that's awesome. Kind of getting back a little bit more to like the, the email side of things. I know, cause we talked about this with Matthew, like quite extensively about it really being a thing of, of like getting the email community and growing the email community. And Email Geeks is like one of those ones that, man, it's just, it's awesome to see because there's so much collaboration happening between all parts of the business, which, you know, doesn't always happen with everything. And, and I think so often that we perceive that everything is at ends with each other, that the senders are at ends with the, the recipient side, right? With the ISPs and, uh, you know, the marketers. If you haven't experienced it yet, like it could feel like maybe you're at odds with everything, but the truth is, is everything is so close knit and everybody wants to help each other out, which is really awesome. And I know that's a big thing that Matthew pushes through and really good emails kind of talks about a lot overall, but I think we end up feeling that kind of that same feeling from our side and when we do get to see it and we get to interact with it, which is pretty darn awesome. I know one of the things that was talked about there, and I don't know, you know, I just kind of have it in my notes here, the community itself, how it's been, I guess more than anything like consolidating, right? Like there's different things that are coming up. I know we talked about Twitter. Twitter isn't necessarily in this yet, (laughs) but uh, there's different things like different platforms, uh, like consolidation of, you know, really things becoming one when you consider customer interactions, right? Like it's not just about, your emails that are going out anymore, or just that's your only one thing and, and that's your narrow view. It really is what do emails look like? What does the rest of your communication look like? What, you know, are you doing text messages now? Are you utilizing one of the, the different apps that are messaging or, you know, even Facebook? I know people will do like the Facebook, you know, supporting of business and stuff like that. So um, that's not me, but there's people out there who do it. <laughs> so. <laughs> Can you guys talk about that? Like the email community, right? Because this is very much email focused. Like how much are they also now starting to consider the different things outside of email that are customer connections? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. With everyone you're connecting with, you know, they're working across like multiple channels or even like brands like we are, you know, so and people are doing multiple jobs. They had a whole segment on 2022 work trends in general. The survey showed that multiple people are doing multiple jobs within their organization to make everything work um, and to get those communications out the door. That's awesome. I want to make sure, and I want to like. I think it's just personal validation for myself because we talk about it so much, and we've talked about it in past episodes so much on the podcast. Like the more we see it, and the more we expand, it's like one of those things where this is the truth. This is really what's happening, and it's not just something that's like isolated or that we're trying to push. Like this is just the way that the market is going and the way that the future is going. So for those that are missing the boat or haven't really seen the light at the end of the tunnel that's coming from the changes that are happening right now, like this is definitely the way that it's going. So you got to hop on the train <laughs> before it's too late. What else? So I. I spoke at Unspam, which was a really incredible experience. It was not my first talk, but the first time I stood on a stage in front of people and gave it like not from behind the screen. So it was like really interesting. I'm glad that the first time I got to do that was at Unspam. It's a very comfortable place to speak. You feel like you're speaking basically just amongst your friends. So it was pretty great. So I actually spoke about email accessibility, which I've spoken about a couple of times in the last few months. I've been on some panels and whatnot. Is that something that's like spoken to you directly or you've seen a lot of issues with or was it more just kind of like based around your personal experiences? So it it was a mix of different things. When people often speak about accessibility, I feel like it's often spoken about in the abstract 
and not something that affects people every day. Accessibility, there are things that, you know, an email marketer can do to help with email accessibility, essentially making sure that the largest amount of people can, you know, read an email and interact with an email. And sometimes people think it's really hard to make emails accessible, especially if they're not an email developer, because there can be a heavy lift on the developer side. But it's also something that email marketers can help with. I started off the talk uh, from a personal place. I actually have a learning disability called auditory processing disorder that I've had my whole life. It's more of an auditory thing in that my ears are not hooked up to my brain right. So if too much information is hitting me at once, it can be really hard to process what's going on so that can happen in email if it's like not designed well so like if I'm seeing you know a big block of text I'll be like oh my gosh what's happening I can't read this please use some headers to break your text up visually or if you stuff your gifts with a lot of information and be like oh no I have four different products I am now trying to see your regular price and your sales price and what is the product and what color is the product and it's switching every second so I don't know what's happening here I'm gonna peace out that was one thing I went over in my talk was how to make an experience like that better so we don't I feel like people don't think about those things you know we often think about here are the code things we can do to make sure that screen readers you know read the code correctly which is very important or here's our you know color combinations maybe to avoid because there are some people that are colorblind but you know it's I feel like it's always talking about like it's those people and not like myself or my friends around and oftentimes I also feel like you'll hear people going oh well the ROI is not there we are you know how much money are we going to gain by doing that and to me that is an argument to not be had because if we are going to be living in a diverse and inclusive world then we need to take everybody's needs into account because it's the kind and it's the compassionate thing to do and if people can't read your emails and click through you're not hitting you're not hitting your goal and then if you can't communicate mm -hmm. with them that's what you're trying to do so then why are you sending the email if you can't communicate with everyone so it really it's i truly believe email accessibility and to do the best you can, obviously, should be like baked into your email program. People treat it as a value add or just an add-on at the end to think about when I truly believe you need to be thinking about it from the ground up when thinking about your email program. And that's my accessibility rant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's good. I mean, it, it makes sense, right? Like, why wouldn't you want, you know, your emails to reach the broadest audience possible, you know? Yeah, and, 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 it, and I think it's, you know, kind of like to put it in the context of things going forward, I think it's also one of the things that if we don't start considering that kind of stuff, like how much further do we get, you know, right. w without thinking about it? It's definitely, I've been around through the times that people started thinking about, well, oh, okay, like color schemes and, you know, what does that actually look like on the screen? And especially for people who are, are you know, colorblind or can't see that, or what does that contrast look like for people who, you know, struggle with that portion of it and, and light levels and things like that. And I'm going to date myself real bad, but that felt like a while ago <laughs> that that happened. And I, I feel like there has hasn't really been an evolution of that to really start considering like the next things so and that's awesome to hear and you know now i want to watch the talk itself like <laughs> it was so I need, good i need a copy <laughs> um <laughs> so could we so, get a link to that i'm waiting i think i'm waiting on a video i'm not 100 percent sure i think of i it was recorded so i mm -hmm. think i'm getting a video at some point yeah that'd be awesome yeah, yeah. 
and it's again, yeah, that, that evolution, like what does that look like next? What is the next iteration of really right. making things accessible? Because not everybody thinks or processes or does things the same way. I know I'm bad at that. I'm, I'm the other way around because I'm, I'm probably the person you're talking about when somebody throws too much information at you because I'll just go on <laughs> long rants and talk really fast. So <laughs> that's going to be the end of my part right now. Yeah. <laughs> Just like me trying to pronounce last name. So it's okay, Jonathan. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, kind of going on with the continuation of that, what are some other things that y'all learned that we should be considering or should marketers be considering when sending out emails? Greg Blanchard of SendView. He gave a great talk about beyond Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And I think when you're going into these conferences too, you think, okay, Black Friday, Cyber Monday doesn't really apply to me, you know, or maybe it doesn't apply to your strategy but you can take away something from everything, you know, because email is universal. So it was very cool to, even though he was talking about Black Friday, I may not have a use for Black Friday. And he was talking about a ski resort. I still found it applicable to some of our, you know, campaigns. So he was talking about the plus one moments and how you can, you're adding that value to the value. Like you're increasing, like here's something you need be, and here's like this extra value that you didn't think about. Um, it's like all about the story. So I think in going back to Megan's talk too, she made, she had a value, but she added a plus one moment by giving her personal experience and then showing both to, you know, email writers, you know, and like teams in general, why this should be accessible. But then she also gave examples for devs on why using strong versus bold. Is it EM versus italics? <laughs> See, I, yeah, I usually I say I, I don't know if other people call it EM. I say M, short for emphasis. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just very interesting. Overall, yeah. he also said that the average marketing email is three hundred and forty-seven words. I have to go back and like see how many words my emails are. That is, <laughs> I don't think that's a lot. And I think I'm too wordy, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I okay. As an aside, my marketing opinion, because I used to be an email person of one, <laughs> I think content length doesn't matter that much as long as your content is good. People read good content. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, and, and we also talk about, uh, you know, like, and one of the things that we constantly mention, like on the podcast and deliverability overall is that you really have to also know your audience, like, is your audience mm-hmm. looking for that kind of stuff? And if they're not, well, then, you know, you're right. probably doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Right, so right. True. Like if and they if just need know. a quick hit of a sale, like then you're not going to be wordy. But if you craft stories and that's part of your brand, they're going to read your stories. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know, like test it out. Because yeah. that's kind of fun. You know, two sentence intro versus like a paragraph. I love doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Either you're introducing clear Coke or like uh, a brand new <laughs> shoe and you want to make sure it doesn't, you know, send a whole generation to consider being barefoot. You know, uh, you know, that's good to test. <laughs> or just having nightmares of uh, crystal soda drinks, you know? <laughs> Not that we're going to call anybody out, right? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> JT was worried about dating himself with a typography or color oh, references. I know. And Eric I just, just used clear color. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> crystal Pepsi's making a comeback, y'all. Come on. <laughs> It's in the now, right? It's yeah. A, it's a generation <laughs> next. Come on. <laughs> With all that stuff like to consider too is hitting your audience and hitting your audience correctly, you know, and, and making sure that, that all that is in line. There's times where I, I think the tool set is also 
like the next thing that becomes important whenever you're doing that. And I'm kind of leaning into one of these other bullet points that we have like written down here because there's new things that are up and coming and there's things that I think people are going to be looking forward to. One is like the amp stuff, which is really awesome. Like I really love that. And, and I think so many times or the way that I think people have considered it a lot. And maybe this is just from my perspective and my view is so many times people are looking at it in the sense of, amp being utilized in a one-to-one, you know, transactional message or, or type of thing where, where they're really being a little bit more creative and, and utilizing it a little bit more. But when you can be done in one to many, I think it's it's really awesome and, and does some really good stuff. So I don't know if you guys want to talk about that and your experience with that recently. Amp is so cool. I wish more uh, inboxes supported it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just uh, worked with a company called Spellbound that's getting themselves up and running. And they make it easy to create AMP emails so you don't need a software developer to do any integrations on the back end. So we're running a webinar with Salesforce and we did the registration right in the email, which was really awesome so that people did not have to click to any sort of landing page. They just registered right in their inbox and boom, they were good to go. And the spellbound little plugin sent the information for us into our webinar system that we use and took care of everything for us. So it was very neat to see that happen. That's awesome to me. I love yeah. it. I love I love technology. Uh, just overall. <laughs> I'm always like for the new tech or for the new things that are, oh, that yeah. are up and coming and, and uh, like it's it's awesome to see it when and especially when it's utilized correctly. And when you have I think companies that that help do that. So like Spellbound like themselves like doing you know, some good work, making it accessible yeah. for people who, who mm-hmm. wouldn't otherwise be able to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and it's about finding those resources and, and, you know, not to say that we're going to plug one thing exactly, but I know there's other yeah. companies that will do that stuff and other companies that are up and coming if there isn't, you know, a slew of them out there already. So it's a matter of seeking out the resources and being able to help yourself, I think is, is just a big thing. But then being aware is another yeah. big thing that if you're not aware that those things are happening, those things are changing, what's out there, it just makes life way more difficult for you, especially considering that so many companies just come back to the ROI piece and want to be making money from this. And every dollar they spend, yeah, they're going to want to see a return on that. So, you know, be educated about that stuff. And I know, I mean, if this is your first time coming to the, to the podcast, then awesome. Welcome. You know, hopefully you'll come <laughs> back from any more. If you go back and listen to the past catalog, like we talk about so many of these things that it can just help integrate things you need to be considering, things you should be looking at. Hopefully we're getting a, a point across. I don't know. Maybe we're just talking to the wind and nothing's actually <laughs> happening out there but you know if you are paying attention and if you're listening like it's everything that we say on here we're doing it to try to just help people out i think you know again coming to that community aspect i know that's one of the big things that you know why we started doing this you know it, it's nice and it's an advertisement and you know hopefully eventually there's some kind of roi that happens for ourselves of uh, you know as, as a company but that sponsorship piece from the company is just a part of it because we really have to you know become a community when it comes to that kind of stuff and i think this is just the part of sharing knowledge and making everybody aware that those things are out there so Absolutely. again i'm sorry i'm being on one of my soapboxes but it's happening <laughs> No, you're good. It's just that kind of day. I know. I know you get going. Yeah, like, and I don't want to interrupt you, so I'm just like nodding, like people can see me nod. You know. No, the the way I see it, and this was something when I first was like thinking about speaking. It took me quite a bit of time to get into speaking. I had a bunch of different talks like rejected from various places, but it went. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, but yeah. when, when I was first thinking about it, something that someone, I don't remember who said to me was that, you know, everybody has a different perspective. So like there's enough space for perspectives from, you know, all sorts of people. You always learn something new. So, you know, to not be afraid to put yourself out there. Yeah. So, that's yeah, awesome. That's my response to your soapbox. You <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so keep Thank getting you. on that's it, perfect. Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> we welcome it. Every, every once in a while. Every once in a while, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Julia, now it's your turn. You're to step on this soapbox. No. <laughs> <laughs> we get on up here. Yeah. <laughs> Right on, right on. Anything else of note that you want to share from this experience? Was it, was this last one, was it in person or was it uh, virtually most? Yeah. Unspam was all Unspam. in person. Yeah, oh, totally yeah, right in on. person. Yeah, it was great. I forgot how energizing people are. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. Mm-hmm. It was very refreshing. I was there, you know, early since I was speaking. So it was just like a week, almost a week straight of just being around people and talking to essentially my friends. And it like just adrenaline. It was really like it had come down from it the next like week, like all last week, I think it was. I was just like, oh, man, like now I'm by myself in my office. <laughs> and how do I deal with this? Because <laughs> I just had so much fun, you know, seeing people. I met a lot of friends who you know, relationships that I cultivated online that I finally got to meet these people in person and was just like, amazing. Anybody go and, and enjoy the rarefied air amongst the, these colleagues or are they chosen in some specific potion form or fashion? Um, this was a, no, it was a smaller conference for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they did require vaccination, which I really appreciated. So everybody there was vaccinated. Masks were optional, but a lot of people did mask up. The conference provided KN95s with really cute email graphics on them, which was really cool. So yeah, it was great. They had plenty of space for people to spread out if they wanted to, you know, for a lot of it, they really left it up to each person's comfort level. Um, And everybody respected that, which was awesome. They're having three more this year, Chicago, Boston, and London. So very cool. And each is devoted to a different kind of topic. So Greenville, where we went, was email big ideas, or emails big ideas. And Chicago's e-commerce, I believe. Yeah. I don't know the other two off the top of my head. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember London. Boston might be SAS. Yeah. But I don't remember London. Are y'all going to be attending any of the other ones? I mean, I'd love to, but nothing in the works yet. (laughs) (laughs) Thomas, is there any way that y'all can get us on there? Or like just put the word out there? Like We are actually having swag uh, being created right now. So we can take emails not dead to the masses. So something that uh, the producer is working on because we need to be out there. And to our listeners that are listening in, uh, we want to come see you. We want to you know, have these conversations with you. Uh, we want to shake in your person. hand. If we can, you know, with everything going on right now. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, we want to come see you. So something that's in the works. So something to look out for. But yeah. Right on. Right on. Well, hopefully, if y'all get to go, we'll have you back on so we can talk about the experiences that y'all had there. If not, maybe we can all go together and do a live episode and we can talk in person to everybody. Oh, of course. Jonathan, yeah, are you down? Awesome. Maybe Boston. I know you like going to Boston. <laughs> um, yeah. To wrap up on one of some of these last subjects here, one of the things that we had mentioned is like the email industry. We already talked a little bit about that, but I know there's some specifics within the email industry that have happened that we just want to touch on real quick. And one of them is the uh, turnover that's happening really within email or what you heard on, about that during on spam. <laughs> yes. <we> heard. <laughs> <laughs> Market the is hot, as hot. some would say. I would say there were there are a lot of email jobs out there right now. Yeah, 
a whole lot. Yeah, we also are always constantly creating jobs because it's growing. And and I think that that is happening a lot with other companies and, and anywhere that you look, when you talk about email, you know, again, email's not dead. <laughs> Not only the name of the podcast, <laughs> like, yeah, it, it really isn't. Like it's it's one of those things where it just continues to grow and continues to be integrated into everything else. And I think that's um, you know, for ourselves. And I mean, to I, I think we've we've shined the light on ourselves a lot as a company, official sponsor of the podcast, and the reason we do the podcast. But uh, all of us work here, and I think that's why we end up being able to talk from experience within that. But I mean, we already talked about companies consolidating, consolidating all their different communications mm-hmm. and where things are happening. So for us, that was an acquisition by Cinch. So we're now, a, a, you know, I guess, I guess an unofficially Cinch sponsored podcast as well. So I'm just going to throw that out there yeah. into the universe <laughs> and see what happens. Um, yeah. But uh, like that's uh, important because again, from those pieces of it just being a thing that you have to think about it cohesively. There's no single item anymore of it's just email or this is just the email portion of things, right? right? And it's one of those things where we got to consider it from all angles. And then I think that just contributes to the whole thing of, of like all these jobs coming up and, you know, people turning over from email job to email job because it's out there and it's happening. And, uh, which is awesome. Like I, I want to see it thrive and, and come alive. I think we, we had this exact same conversation with Matthew uh, again, you know, that, you know, we, we want to see it grow because we're in this industry and, and yeah, that's a little selfish, but I think at the end of the day, it's, it's one of those things that just has legs and it's not dying. You know, it's, it's just continuing on and on and on. It's been around for, for so long. Just, to go off of what you're saying it's not dead i mean because it's it's so stumbly yeah. email's not dead because yeah. <laughs> um i mean it continues to bring in more roi not to bring in roi one more time but mm-hmm. um more than any other channel and so mike from really good emails gave this whole 2022 work trends talk about how teams are now increasing to two to three people to like cover all of the work the market is so hot and people are i mean they did a survey for what email kind of looks like what email jobs kind of look like and apparently 44 percent of respondents are working email for full time but this is a nine percent increase since the pandemic so like things are just increasing they're dedicating more time and money to email because it's bringing in again more so um there's just a lot of focus on this. It's taking longer to create emails, you know, taking more team members. So we're not going. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, one of the last things we know that there's so much email going on out there that 68% of respondents say that they need a second platform to send stuff, right? So we need multiple ESPs to get mm-hmm. stuff out there in our context and the way that we see it, because we see that too. I know there's plenty of customers that, that are using, utilizing our services that you know, maybe they have a marketing team who's really good at marketing things and they want to create good email and they, we have a platform for that. And we have like a part of our platform that can be utilized to do exactly that. And then there's another part of the platform, which is really developer heavy. And if you want to make transactional emails and transactional requests and do all those things, like there's stuff for that too. So looking at it overall, right? Like that's, I think part of the reason that companies are doing that because it's still alive. It's still within that space and there's still opportunity for it to grow and grow even more. And, and, you know, again, to beat the word to death now, finally, like just get that last piece of ROI out of this, um, while we, <laughs> while we do that. Um, uh, and I know, uh, Thomas is adding additional notes now that I'm covering all these bullet points, but, um, <laughs> one of the things that we got coming out is, uh, things like inbox ready, uh, which is, you know, additional tools, additional pieces to help out with the, the delivery delivery and deliverability. Really one of the things that, you know, the podcast is, is formulated around is the deliverability aspect of things, right? Getting the message over to the right spot, to the inbox, you know, when appropriate and, and doing the right things to get it there. And 
we need supplemental tools a lot of times to be able to find that. And, you know, inbox ready is one of those things where we're just building and crafting with that as, as our mindset. What do we have out there that we can test? What, what can we utilize? What can we see? Where can we make those points of observation and then do it? I know we talked about testing a little bit. Um, this is just one of the other aspects of testing, right? Like the, uh, you know, seeing where your problems are, keeping up to date with your, where your problems are. How does an email perform when you send it out? Even before the whole inbox ready suite, like we've had different things like being able to do A-B testing right from within the mailbox. I know, Julia, you've been talking about that. And it's one of those things that, yeah, you have to do it. And, and you know, maybe your audience does respond great to a two-sentence email. Maybe they respond to, like, you know, a few dozen paragraphs. I don't know. <laughs> maybe that's just my view of two dozen two dozen paragraphs or 12 dozen paragraphs or a dozen paragraphs. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot coming and, and we still got so much, I think groundwork to do when it comes to email. Like it, when it's funny to think that email has been going on for 20, 30, 40 plus years. How old is email now? It's way old. Stop. It's been out there for long, but we're still like, you know, laying out yeah. groundwork for, for more of the cool, fun, interesting things that are, that are happening. And the more and better we can get to do that. I'm all for it. Please don't let email die. I'm just asking. Yeah. More better emails. There you go. <laughs> well, Julia, Megan, thank you so much for joining us today. You know, we covered a lot. We stood on a lot of soapboxes. We really appreciate your time. Hopefully we'll be able to get uh, y'all together back with us again soon. It was a pleasure. Such a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. yeah you're thank very, you. You're very welcome. And uh, so wrapping it all up, be accessible. Make sure, you know, you test your emails. Avoid being a fiasco uh, with your marketing campaign. Appreciate y'all. Until the next time, stay really good. This has been a Milligan production, an email delivery service focused on providing better deliverability for developers and businesses alike with over 150,000 customers. Learn more at Milligan.com.